Okay, welcome to another episode. Uh, we had managed to get together once again. Sorry about last week. Um, we've got lives and uh, we had to live them. So what we thought we'd do is uh, we're going to talk this week about positives and negatives with uh, sort of COVID as a example of that. Um, with Luke. Lou's concerned that Ben was talking too much last week and he's not getting enough uh, voice time. So, <laughs> so Lou's going to lead with this and uh, give examples of what he's been been doing this week, and we'll go from there. That's fine. The only problem yeah. is I haven't got I haven't got the sort of bits that Ben has, so it's going to be fucking pretty Webster's if I start gobbling off loads. Mate, I, I like uh, I like what you you called it. The title is uh, Chief Drip. <laughs> lead, lead dripper lead dripper yeah, yeah. yeah. nice it's just uh, just with all our COVID stuff and that I mean again I don't want to keep going on about our businesses all the time and stuff but obviously like stuff it's affected us all in different ways I mean I'm not going to sit here and say oh it's fucking it's been shit for us because if anything we got a lot of positives out of it especially like, the minute we went into lockdown that, that first sort of, sort of couple of weeks and leading on to two three months that our sales just went for the roof, but every sort of cloud and stuff. But other yeah. other side of things, like and I guess you've had dramas as well, like just the whole getting products, getting like the lead times and things are just an absolute fucking nose. Like other companies, you just ex- you, I think just with like working in military and stuff, you just expect people just to sort of crack on and just get on with it. And then you're dealing with sort of like these like silly companies, and you're just like oh, fucking hell, just screw them up, just. <laughs> Get it done, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Work around it, like, fuck me. Um, and yeah, especially with the whole show thing, I mean, we've, we managed to get the trailer out. We got the trailer from Ben initially, and I think we've had that for like over a year now, and we've, we've spunked a lot of cash into it and invested a lot of time and effort into it, and then we thought we're finally getting somewhere. Had a few sort of um, events lined up, like Ben through our way, looking forward to him, and then again, we've all sort of gone into some sort of semi-lockdown again or tightening restrictions up. All, all everything that we've planned to do is now been cancelled. So I'm sitting in an office surrounded by knocko grenade bars and shitloads <laughs> of coffee. Just like, oh, fucking sound. <laughs> I, it's like you, when you think things are starting to go well again, like, yeah, it's just carnage. Well, I think you've, you and Ben have probably been affected more in that way than I have. Like, I, I, I'm with you entirely on the, uh, the supplies thing. Um, but it, it comes down to sort of picking your partners wisely. I'm not saying that we haven't done that, but it could be a lot worse. Like, I've, I know that I've picked the people I work with wisely and they're still struggling. You know, we are... Things have gone from, yeah, two weeks to get something to a month to get something. And it's thrown a lot of stuff off and you've had to be flexible. Um, but, yeah, well, I... Because we, we've all got an online side to our business. Mine's all on, online. But you and Ben, Ben certainly as well, has... Is more of a physical locations thing, you know, and that's that must be a fucking nightmare. Um, yeah, we we had to cancel a few events this year. We were meant to do uh, we were meant to do the soapbox derby, um, and we were talking about doing bangers and smash. Uh, yeah. The Oktoberfest has been cancelled. The biz, uh, Veterans Business Day, which was going to be the big one at the start of the year, oh, um, that got cancelled. <laughs> yeah, a big days. Lots of people getting involved. Um, the Soapbox Derby was, you know, potentially a lot of planning going into that. Um, 
we were doing that in support of the local uh, rural community and a lot of the people who were going to do all the work for us as in like um, car park attendants they're all a lot of old folk um, so we had to cancel it because these guys would be most at risk mm-hmm. um, what I thought has been quite good though is the support of uh, the the customers and the and the people who support the businesses, they've all been pretty understanding about the delays of raw mail. They've all been understanding about the situation we've all been in. I mean, it's been a bit of a shit year. I mean, certainly for us. I mean, we we got flooded at the start of the year, and then and then we got and then, and then we had COVID off the back of it. Um, but the support of everyone who who you know, who follows HR4K and, and Cities Guild and Contact Coffee. Um, been amazing. You know, they've people people are offering to come down from like Durham to come down and help clear up the place and just yeah. overwhelming support, you know, and, and the COVID piece, as I, as I mentioned, you know, understanding that um, manufacturers can't get the products in to then produce for us. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's delays on that. And then obviously there's there's... There's all the other delays where the fact that we've had to minimise staff, so we haven't got people packing. Um, but yeah, you know, for first world problems, yeah, a little bit, you know. But I don't think we've really changed HR4K. I don't think we've re- a fact apart from the fact that we've had events cancelled. Um, we haven't really changed, I and mean, we we didn't furlough our staff. They carried on because they've got they've got to put food on the table. So yeah, yeah, you know. We just, we just, what we did is we just minimized when they came in. Um, so there wasn't people here at the same time. Yeah. That was the only real restriction. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, without uh, going on too much, but at the start of COVID, actually what we did do, this is where we started our accounts company at the start of COVID, because what we found was David, my business partner, who's a chartered accountant, found that actually he was able to help other people. Mm-hmm. And he used his knowledge and skill as a chartered accountant to reach out to other businesses and small businesses and say, look, I'm going to give you a load of free advice. I'm going to talk you through what you're entitled to, what you mm-hmm. can get, what you can't get. Um, and we really helped quite a few people out. Off the back of that, we then got clients. So that's how yeah. the accountancy company started. So, you know, as Luke said, you know, every cloud... Yeah, battled through it. And at the back end of it, we've got an accounts company and, and a, a larger um, support base. You know? Well, that's exactly it. And we could, we could link that to the whole, um, just like the whole thing is a metaphor for life, isn't it, really? Like, sometimes things are really shit. And, you know, we can't, no one knows what's going to happen in the future. But I think with Luke was saying about the difference between working with military sort of, okay, I can't, yeah, working with military companies or veteran companies and some civilian companies, there's a different mindset. There's we're very used to nothing ever going right and always getting the shit end of the stick. And even though you made an amazing plan, oh, it turns out it was bollocks and everyone's in the shit now. You know, we're, we're problem solvers. Whether we, whether we think of ourselves like that or not, we are. We're natural problem solvers. Um, and yeah, it's. I, I wish more people would embrace that side of things, especially when they leave. You know, you give. I believe like the, the service we've had gives you that advantage over some people who've never had that same sort of chaotic adversity. You know, you really you don't have to be a victim 
You don't have to go, oh, real sad, you know. Yeah, that's what I think. I think the business. I think, I think the businesses. You know, like contact cop. Certainly for you, Luke. Um, you know, it's been difficult because you're you're transitioning out of the military, and then you had this van uh, and trailer ready to go uh, for the events, and then obviously with the new kid on the way and uh, and obviously drop in. Um, it's been a bit difficult. Now I've seen other companies, and what they did is it's quite. Um, it's quite adaptive how some companies have gone, well, well, you know, I've got a trailer. I'll just go park up in my local estate. Mm-hmm. And from their local estate, they're banging out cocktails. You yeah, know, they're yeah. banging out <laughs> bits and pieces. And, you know, because people need to make a living. People need, I mean, we're lucky, granted, you know, contact coffee are lucky because there's more strings to the bow, so they're able to make money. Uh, Gaz, you know, from the online piece, as you said, you haven't really changed. But it is about adapting and, and making things work in shit circumstances. Yeah. Um, some yeah, some people just rapped, like, you saw the odd few, and just like, yeah, that's us, we'll fucking, we'll see you the other side. Like, <laughs> 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 Good luck, everyone. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but, going down with like, this ship. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking, but yeah, I don't know, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, like you said, we did, we did get a lot of positives out of it, and I think, I think we got a lot of new, new sort of customers from it as well. Um, and like you said before, people were like overly, like overly willing to support you as well. Like really understanding like the whole like shipping th- things, the odd mistakes. Like that, like I hope some some customers they literally go above and beyond. They'll literally email us like, oh sorry, you got like you sent me the wrong order. We're like okay, we'll send you a new one out. It's like yeah, don't worry, I'll pay for that as well. But like, you don't need to yeah. pay for it because we sent you the wrong fucking order. I'm like no no no, I'll pay for that as well. I'll pay for the extra yeah. shipping. And you're just like. Yeah, I get a similar thing all the time. A similar thing, but I think I think we may be quite lucky. We attract good people. The communities that we built, we see, yeah. have seemed to attract good people. It's good people helping good people. Um, yeah, it's uh, this. This um, you know, if you think about it, <laughs> online sales have gone up because people were excited about receiving stuff through the door. Yeah. You know, they got fuck all else to do. They're stuck in the house. They're exa- but at the same time, these people are prepared to give what little cash they have to support businesses. You know, these guys are on, you know, some of these people are on 80% or some of them, um, maybe they're also running a business or, or whatever. So they know full well that they've got limited cash. But it's pretty awesome that they're prepared to go and support another business. I mean, there is something to be said, uh, something you know, with holidaying in the UK, you know, like a UK vacation, uh, supporting businesses. I love this, um, you know, the old um, dine out stuff that they're doing now, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, all of that. I mean, I mean, that is Britain at its best, isn't it? Yeah. You know, clubbing together, getting on with it. Um, you know, I like, remember like, I love that. Do you remember that? Like the, where everyone got together for the NHS and uh, and the idea was, you know, when they they all talked about clapping, didn't they? The clap yeah. on a Thursday. Uh-huh. Uh, so so I made a joke about it. if you uh, if you have a wank just before they start clapping, it feels like you're getting cheered on. As <laughs> 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 you're listening in the back. Oh. Watch out! I just think that I just think that was pretty hoof and as Chad as it is, but it was it was fucking quite good, and that. And then, yeah, it's made uh, it. a lot of people. 
when it all started happening and you get all the people, all like the fucking the veterans coming out of the woodwork and that going, yeah, well, they're doing that, but I did this in fucking Afghan in fucking 2010. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fair one. Yeah, you're fucking pretty alley. Do you know what I mean? Like, thank you for your service and all that, but it's their time now. Do you know what I mean? They're the ones yeah, that exactly. are like cutting around fucking... Covid, with like sort of fucking Webster's paper masks that aren't doing fuck all. Like, yeah. They're, they're that. yeah, well, fucking, I spent six months in the fucking PB, and that no one fucking clapped on a Wednesday for me, and that and just like. So <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. let them have it, and then there's loads of memes going about, aren't they? Like fucking, yeah, like veterans are hiding me on the corner and that, looking at NHS people going, oh fucking, oh what about me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, that's yeah. it. They're the worst of us. They're the, yeah. uh, the turds yeah. who need a slap. Yeah, don't talk to me about lockdown. lockdown. I've done a six month tour and a sanger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Uh, you know. mate. It hurt um, me. It hurt me. There was actually, uh, saying that, I, was, I, think was, I think it was Hugh Keir was talking about actually, um, there could have been some, he was, he had this idea, I think, about some lessons learned about um, how soldiers kept themselves busy during, when they're stagging on in those yeah, cells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And there is some crossover, you know, there is some some bits and pieces. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't, and I suppose that there, a lot of that is, um, you know, uh, supporting mental health, isn't it? You know, being locked down or um, unable to get out. And it's those, the ideas of that restrictiveness and, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, island tours are pretty wank, weren't they? They were indeed. Yeah. We'll show the age there, mate. Yeah, same, mm-hmm. mate, yeah. Island was great. <laughs> 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 I was just sitting here sort of wolfing it out. Yeah, fucking hell, island. <laughs> you didn't miss a lot, mate. You did not miss a lot. <laughs> no, you didn't miss a lot. Fucking spawned off here. I, ba- I basically just turned <laughs> rations into shit. Yeah, it's oh, cool. Uh, um, so, um, what about you, Gaz? Oh. I mean, what? Um, I mean, anything changes? Any any bits and pieces through this whole COVID piece for Cineas Guild? I mean, obviously, um, y- your uh, your brother. He um, who helps you out. He's mm-hmm. he he got affected, and he and uh, he speaks Chinese, Mandarin. He does speak Chinese. He does. Yeah. So we, it's basically sleeping with the enemy. I mean, I have uh, my um, so my sister-in-law is Chinese, and I've got two half Chinese uh, nephews. Yeah, my brother, my brother Nick, the guy who you know I'm gradually dragging in into more of the uh, online content and the photographs and stuff. So he does the fulfillment and he does, he comes out and does the, the pictures and all that shit with me. And uh, yeah, it, it was a baller because I couldn't go and see him. He got it. He had it for a while. He got it really early actually. But yeah, it was a baller because I couldn't go and see him. We could, it was hard to get content online. It was hard for him to get to the office. I mean, it is, it's all first world problem stuff. But You've got to. Uh, he he was never military, bombed cadets. He was in the cadets for a bit, but he he saw he, he still he's an example of a civilian with the same attitude that we have. You know, he, he is willing to work the problem instead of just sitting down and uh, sitting on his hands and going, "Well, this is terrible." Um, <laughs> yeah, she actually she got beasted by some turd. Uh, 
she was out walking the kids and she was getting shouted at. Are you laughing there, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People were shouting fucking COVID at her. It's a bit jack really. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a kid as well. Yeah. Like oh, the, no, that was like that was like when they like the newspapers, people just called out that bloke and like this is the bloke that's brought down the UK. Yeah. And like, like fucking plastered his grid all over the fucking front of the paper. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's gonna be walking, he's just gonna be known as that cunt now. Exactly. Like, that's funny. To the pub without everyone like, like <laughs> taking cover, like fucking yeah. But it was like a hot spot. Go on, Ben. I said, do we start on Spanish people because of the Spanish flu as well, do we? Oh, no. <laughs> Pick a random Spanish guy. Uh, I've got reparations, mate. Reparations for that. Fucking crazy. Um, yeah, there was like a hotspot, wasn't there? There was a hotspot in the Alps. So basically all the people with cash who went uh, skiing around this area in uh, Austria, basically by me and my fucking missus went... They all they tracked it. It all came back, and they're the people who maybe brought it to the UK, not fucking Chinese people. Yeah, so guilty. Sorry, <laughs> snowboarding is life. <laughs> yeah, I'll take some. I've got some deaths on my conscience, but I got some good fucking shredding. In. <laughs> yeah, I'm What else you got, Gaz? Uh, not a lot. I'll tell you what I've got. Okay, so we're talking about, you mentioned um, things the government were doing with, uh, you know, the old eat out to help out and all that shit. Um, they're doing it. My little brother, so I've got two brothers. I've got Nick, who does who helps me in the business. And I've got another brother who is called Liam, and he does, uh, he has like a, started around about two years ago now. He has a photocopier and like sales business, right? He's just a sales guy. So he alerted me to this. So what the, the government are doing, they've got this scheme called the Kickstart Scheme, mm-hmm. where you can uh, take on 16 to 24-year-olds for six months and the government will pay your wages, pay their wages. So you basically get, you know, some space monkeys to come and work for you for six months. And you can, you can keep them after that six months if you want to. So that's what I've been doing. That's I spent all that day yesterday going, right, fuck it. You know, I'll try and see if I can take on some kids. So kids, 24 is not really a kid, is it? I suppose it is for people of our age, Ben, but take on some young people and try and... You get 1,500 quid to send them on courses and shit and train them up. So I'm like, well, fuck it, I can, I can fill three spaces to help me out here. I'll try and get them. So I've applied for it. Whether we get them or not, who knows? Um, right, that's... Um... Yeah, when, when you told me about that yesterday, like that's pretty fucking big for business. For you to just go from sort of one man band, two men employing one person, to having like yeah. three staff, that's like I could literally put you up to the next level, really. Take well, that's it. We spoke about it today. I spoke to Nick about it this morning before coming on here. Yeah, just like fucking hell. Because we've obviously got our operations manager, but he's literally fucking customer support at the minute, and he's doing no fucking ops manager shit. I'm probably yeah. doing most of that, but I'm reluctant to give him all that admin because I know he's fucking answering phones and messages on Facebook every morning. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's a no-brainer, really. I don't give it a go. I mean, I've been in, I've been in that position. When I left the army the first time, um, I did. I left school, had like B's and C's at GCSE, didn't get the A-levels. And when I left the army the first time in like 2002, it was right at the time where the whole fucking 
Tony Blair was trying to send everyone to uni. So if you didn't have a degree, you were fucked. So I know what it's like to to be for Kate, I'm not stupid. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm capable of doing most jobs. If you sit me there and go, give me half hour to work that out, I'll work it out. But I didn't have any qualifications or experience to do that. I was like, yeah, well, you know, I stacked on in Northern Ireland for a bit. And uh, if you, you know, I could probably bang that somebody in the face if you wanted me to, but that's about it. And it was very difficult to get work to just to get into an interview. So I figured there'll be kids like that now who are in exactly the same situation and maybe I can get them on here. And even if I just, because you have to give them support in like writing CVs and interviews, even if I just get them on, get them in and do some test interviews with them and get them on some courses and then just be someone who can give them a reference when they, uh, if they leave us, you know, I might keep them on, you know, I've had, I, I could it's do like the, uh, got it's a bigger picture, isn't it? It's a bigger picture. Do you know what I mean? You have them back for six months. They get to know the business inside now. You see results. Then you might be like, fuck me. Exactly. If they, so that's, it, it works long term. I can see what they're doing. It, it works. But I don't think you'll struggle to get people through the door. Fucking hell, all you got to do is put an advertisement. We're hiring. Your inbox is going to be like... Well, they do all that stuff. The government do that shit for you. So oh, it's, done through the, yeah, it's done through the local councils. You know, apply for your local council. Because uh, the... If you, if do, do, you get a a, choice, do you get a choice who the kid is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my concern. So, <laughs> you're not just going to get someone turn up on your door. You're just like, oh, no, no, you, you interview them. You interview them. You, you tell them, you basically write a job spec, which I've done yesterday. I wrote three job specs. Yeah. Um, Sent them to my local fucking chamber of commerce. Um, and yeah, they will select people who they think are best suited. Then, they, they come and interview and you do you interview them and if you want them you take them if you don't want them you send them back and go no you need me to send me some more monkeys so um, does it have to go does it have to go through them you can't just sort of advertise it yourself no nah, it goes through them it goes oh, through them because okay. the young people apply to the scheme the oh, okay. council and the government are like the fucking middleman and yeah if they get pumped out the other end and sent to you like you might I mean you're not under any obligation they might turn up and be like, right, you've just sent me absolute shit here. Uh, I can't work with this. And just suck it off. But, you know, maybe you'll get someone who's off decent. I mean, you hire, you hire the person, don't you? Like, you don't yeah. hire the CV. CV, I thought him, they're all fake anyway, aren't they, nowadays? So if someone sits in front of me and goes, right, I can, I can work with you. You're a good person. You know, you seem fairly switched on. And I'll put some time into them. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to be as ruthless as my, my brother. My brother's... Because he does sales, he wants to take about thirty on and knock him into his office <laughs> next door and have this fucking. He's basically going to make like a telly sales horror den nightmare for these kids. Carnage. <laughs> cold, well, cold, you know, yeah, it is cold, cold carnage. But you know, he'll keep on the people who are good. And, so, uh, did he? They, did your brother learn about these sweatshops in China? Did he? <laughs> <laughs> well, different brother, different brother, but uh, yeah. Oh, trust me, some of their stories. I should get it'll never happen, but I should get Nick on it and talk about like China truth and what China's actually like. I've been there twice. I've seen good and bad sides of it, but he's lived some fucking nightmares. Um because he, he basically went straight from not straight from school. Uh probably he went when he was nineteen. Turned up when he was nineteen to go and train Kung Fu in Shaolin. Um did that and then just got into teaching as a way to uh, keep himself going over there and he ended up there for like 15 odd years 
Um, but yeah, types up a language. He's got some stories, but he's, he's so shy. He's not shy, but he's stuff. It's hard enough to get me to allow him to take pictures and be in the photographs up for the, for the brand. Yeah, nightmare. But there you go. We'll see. We're going to find out whether I get these, uh, these nutters. I might get a load of treadmills, get these, get, get these kids, and then just and just rig it, rig them up into the mains, and see if I can get some money back off the grid. Now fuck it, like you, you could certainly. I mean, look, you, eight hours a day. Yeah, you're keeping them, fit, keeping them fit. They're on a treadmill. They're putting, they're putting stuff back into the system. They're getting paid. I'm getting paid. I'm yeah. staying warm. Well, exactly. No, so exactly. No, no exactly. brainer, really. It's a no brainer. I mean, I, I, um, I, you know, I won't say any names because, you know, you talk about the sort of millennials or whatever you want to call them. Um, I have actually hired people in the past and offered them, you know, courses with, you know, like the Google and the Facebook courses yeah, and everything. Yeah. And I've sort of said to them, you know, what is it you want to do, um, you know, in the future? What is it you want to do when I've hired these people? They said, oh, I really want to get into social media, I want to get into marketing. I was like, okay, cool. I'll use some of my contacts. And we'll get you on a Facebook course or a Google course or whatever. And I asked very little off these people. But you'll turn around and the place is in shit state. The, um, um, you know, the lights aren't on. There's customers sat here in the dark. I'm like, what, what are you actually doing? You know, and, and yeah. it's, it's, it's really, really painful. And I've sort of said to them, you know, if you want to do these Facebook courses, marketing courses, all I ask is just graft around here and maybe take some pictures, images of stock. Mm-hmm. Show me what the images are. Come up with a plan, a marketing plan. We'll, we'll run it out, have a bit of a play with it, and then hopefully we'll get you on a course. Fuck all. Absolute. <laughs> so you just like, you know, you have to let these people go. And, and, and it's, it's a bit annoying because you're trying to support these people. Yeah. And yeah. there is no drive in them to actually give back. I mean, that isn't everyone. I mean, I've had people here, worked here for bits and pieces, and they're grafters, absolute grafters. Um, but there is another Point. side of people where it's just, it's just painful. You know, anything, but they go, they go somewhere else, and they're not going to get opportunities like that. They're literally just going to get put in the office and just be like, right, there's a fucking paper up there, or fucking yeah. deal with them envelopes. No one's, most of these companies, or aren't going to give them the opportunity like that to no. be creative, yeah. just do their own thing, have a day, not doing work, but just having a fucking play about, see what you can do. I feel like Ben's just uh, stated that I've stitched myself up. Did I get that feeling? That was a bit negative. No, I don't, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think so at all. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think so at all. And I hope that <laughs> these opportunities, you know, we, we talked about this before about, um, you know, this is one of the things that breaks me. The government's just about to do another uh, cut, I believe, the armed forces, right? Yeah. And you're just thinking, why are, you, why are you cutting the armed forces when actually what you could be doing is increase your recruiting, um, at the lower end, give opportunities to um, young men and women who who come from these shitholes that are probably stuck in a um, a family that have been sponging off the state for God knows how many generations. Mm-hmm. Get these people, get them out of them shithole towns, 
redistribute wealth around the country, give them a sense of purpose, give them, give them some ideals and, and everything else. And actually what you're now doing is creating job opportunity and putting money back into the economy. Instead, they're going to make more cuts and we're just going to pump more money into people like uh, BAE, Rolls-Royce, Lockheed Mine, all these fucking, you know, the SA-80, any other fucking shit projects <laughs> that they fucking, Merlins, all these other fucking uh, things that you don't fucking need. That actually, they talk about, oh, it's great, this number of jobs. Well, actually, you could employ thousands of people yeah. and actually give people an opportunity. Because who is the most important people in the country? Well, it's people. They, uh, sorry, who's the most important thing in the country? It's, it's people. It's, that's who the whole point of having an economy, of having everything else and a structure is to support people. Now, even if you don't need an armed forces, an armed forces is still a great way of keeping people in employment and giving people opportunity and redistributing wealth around the country. Uh, you know, we, I think you and I spoke before. What was the point of Colchester? Why did the airborne forces go to Colchester? No fucking reason to go to. There's not even a fucking airfield in Colchester. No. There's not even a drop zone. So why do you send the Airborne Brigade to Colchester? Why? Because you're redistributing wealth. That's why. Mm. You know, um, and actually look at what Colchester is now. It's a booming town. It's on the edge of London. It's picking up and it's got redistribution of wealth. Strategically, no reason to put the Airborne Forces <coughs> in Colchester. Um, so, you know, I think if this scheme works, uh, you know, supporting the kids and, and, and supporting small businesses, then mega. But I think there should be more investment like this into people as opposed to um, big fucking company contracts. Yeah, I agree entirely. I think, um, as I've, I've always said, you know, you see people who, you know, within, I mean, you can join the army now, it's like 30 something. It's like 33, I think. It's ridiculous. Like, if you get somebody who is down on the luck, has had a shit time, just can't get out of a fucking rut, my argument, and it annoys lots of people I've spoken to about it, is go and join the fucking army or just go and join the military somewhere. Like, you won't die. There's no war happening. You can get a, you can get a job in the military where even if there is the worst war in the universe happening, you'll be safe. You will not die. So go. Do your minimum time. All you can do is get fit. You can be why, why, does, why does what you're saying sound like the, the lyrics from YMCA? <laughs> you can have well, a good meal you can have a good time well, you can do whatever you feel well there right are similarities I was in the reg <laughs> um, yeah I was in mortars but there you go yeah but yeah go and do your, do your minimum time do three four years work out what you want to do during that time maybe it's for you and you stay and you have a career or maybe you just get some money under your belt to buy a fucking house you can be a, a turd who just sits in his room the whole time does the, does the minimum, saves all his money, and then gets out after three, four years and buys a house. You know? Yeah. You know, just still, as a stepping stone. Exactly. I think that is the best way to invest back into the country, personally, is yeah. I wouldn't say lower the standards, but make, make the standards acceptable. Maybe look at um, some local infantry units that can open their doors broader and it's not like necessarily a national service, but something not too dissimilar. And then obviously you've then got the choice of where you want to go or what you want to do if you want to stay on. Um, but there's loads of really good stuff that they can do. And there's, there's going to be a great ways of reinvesting that manpower as well back into the, uh, back into the country. 
You absolutely do learn stuff as well. You absolutely do come out yourself. You learn who you are. You learn all those fucking standard textbook things you see on the adverts about confidence and all that. You do learn that stuff. Everybody does, even the fucking worst soldier, you know. Get yeah, another couple of things. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to someone yesterday about how you had to fucking badge so that you get over the shame of being Remy. And that he said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Reg- I don't regret really whatsoever. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, but I get to say with like homeless people, this is. I'm this. This obviously, there's lots of homeless people who are fucking just nutters. And that's. I say that. You know, I do have sympathy for homeless people, but there are some homeless people who are just nutters, and you know, will burn down a house if you give it to them, or have drug problems, whatever. However, if you are just somebody who is homeless and has got a house, and you're still within military serving age. You know what I mean? The, the army will, like, some form of the military will fucking take you. Just walk in there. You know, you can turn your life around, but it'll take three, four it's years of, your, of effort. Fuck off. Don't be like that. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, you're turning into our fucking friend, SMSG <laughs> hater, Mr. <laughs> fucking Craighead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I don't I don't no Christmas is great I, I'm just just giving you some shit don't be like that <laughs> um, yeah so how do we get on to that topic how do we get on to fucking fixing know, the country I don't know mate but um, I, I think I, you're going to have to you're going to have to get a CRB check for those fucking glasses if you're going to have a fucking minor work in your office there guys do people can't see it these glasses are <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. But to be fair, yours are much better. Yeah, yeah, fair one. Yeah, this is it. It's completely boring for everyone who can't see the video like we can. <laughs> but everyone see like, Ben's skin pipe. That's not a skin pipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he's got. He's got a skin pipe. I've got a skin pipe. <laughs> Did you go into the wrong barber? You go to a young person's barber. I asked him. Lash me up, fam. Lash me up, fam. Yeah, I'm uh, He's got his skin products on. He was showing off the other day. Yeah. Got his nice, firm skin. <laughs> I, uh, I had some friends around last night. Uh, did you have my cardigan on? I did, actually, yeah. <laughs> I did, actually. And uh, I had a few, uh, had a few drinks. And um, I'm in that position at the moment. I think you mentioned it to me, Gaz, saying it's your age, where I don't know if I'm in the bubble or the bubbles burst and it's not that bad. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon I'm, I'm in the bubble and later on I'm going to be in a world of pain and I just can't do hangovers anymore. Now, I must have only had a few drinks, so I'm feeling a little bit delicate. Well, it would be easy, though. It would be nice to you. I have to plan yeah. my life around my fucking hangovers at the minute. I'm Webster's on the piss. I used to be... You're about 10 years old. I'm fucking Webster's. I know, mate, but fucking get, catches up for you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, I'm... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there, was, there was, like, days where you, you were, like, legendary on the piss, you know, yeah. zero hangovers. Now, I probably need about four days to get over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, right, like... Fucking hell, especially when you like first join up and stuff. You literally you're on the piss like it's like oh it's fucking Tuesday afternoon. Like someone yeah. just cracks open the crate, you smash it, and then like Wednesday morning just turn up for fizz, like or oh, a bit of a shaky head, not a moche. 
Yeah. No, mate, fuck me. I might be tough for like a week. <laughs> I fucking start feeling sorry for myself. Get depressed. Get mega anxiety. Yeah, yeah. And you get the heebie jeebies. Yeah. Get the fear. Can't even look at my phone. <laughs> I, I did actually, I know I went to bed last night and I was doing the one-eyed texting, you know, like, like <laughs> trying, to, trying to work out who, who's in focus. Is my phone in focus or do I bring it to my face? What is the one-eyed texting? <laughs> and then I had to go and check my messages this morning trying to work out who I actually text and what the... Because obviously your jokes that you, you're texting when you're shit-faced um, aren't as funny in the morning. But yeah. at night, I was like, mate, I am hilarious. <laughs> did yeah, you get a text this. something last night? I did. <laughs> nah, yeah. We're obviously not friends. Yeah, sending dick pics. Oh, he'll <laughs> love this. He'll, he'll find this so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So when are we doing this again? Well, the, we, I thought we now have this regular timing. Uh, yeah. The idea, Friday morning, whether it's half eight or half Ben might have been shot. It was when you fucking <laughs> agreed. <Yeah. laughs> we, had a full, we had a full conversation about it. I thought, <laughs> so every, every Friday morning we're locking up. That's the idea. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay. All so right. the idea is that we get it recorded and then I have it up, edited by the time people get in the car to drive home at like lunchtime. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I know we're working around sort of military there, but yeah. That's what's like, well, mate. Uh, you got a hard out in like 10 minutes, haven't you, Luke? Yeah, I've got fucking world's allocation of admin to get around there. And uh, well, I've seen you've been uh, he's been multitasking. He's had his phone, his pen in his hand as we've been mate, talking, been, doing mate, a bit of work and all sorts, mate. Love it. He's got the glasses, he's got the glasses on, he's got the pen in the hand. Yeah, in his so, like, my, laptop, my laptop's off. I'm just pretending. <laughs> <laughs> So who's got more than a battery? Just making comments like you're talking to your staff. Yeah, yeah, just uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tracy, right. just uh, another 5,000. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ben, you got anything coming up? Uh, uh, Colchester, really. We're just planning uh, Colchester over the next sort of month or so, ready to hopefully open around November. Um, hopefully get some updates soon about opening up Amesbury Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yep uh, I'll have a latte thank you and um, (laughs) uh, then I think we're looking to turn uh, HR4K Hereford into a box uh, at the end of the year so yeah lots of bits lots of bits going on Um, and yeah that's it really Luke? Sweet. Fuck all, mate. COVID's just seen us off a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I've fucking got a shit as a knocker if anyone wants it. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, you can bring that. Yeah. Uh, now, to be fair, we've got some quite cool... We've got quite a few shoots going on soon as well. Uh, don't let too much out, but we've got an interesting photo shoot this month. Okay. Uh, incorporating kit for dogs. Uh, ah. sort of fox and stuff so uh, spoke to Charlie quite a bit from Kit for Dogs recently she's fucking mega yeah. so if anyone's got a fucking dog and wants she is Ali she's fucking she's cool square me away loads with just like advice and bits yeah. and bobs yeah yeah she, yeah. she knows her stuff as well so we've, to be fair we've been we've been sort of worked with her for say worked sort of 
we're all in the sort of same groups and stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she's mega. So we're going to go down to her place this week, uh, next week, get some get some decent shooting. Um, not not the not the good shooting, shooting yeah. the other side of the fucking camera shooting. Um, so she'll get some stuff next week. It'll be pretty cool. Uh, and again, just trying to sort admin out for fucking Christmas stuff. Again, left yeah. Christmas too late, so we're fucking got boxes coming from all sides. Um, but yeah, some pretty cool things coming. Hopefully, get the trailer around Christmas time, but realistically, probably next year. Ah, uh, fucking shit! But there we go. Probably yeah. do. That's it. Isn't it? Yeah. What about you, mate? Uh, not that much. I've got a couple of new shirts coming. I mean, there's one new shirt to set aside a couple of days ago. Um, got another couple of on order with the team Rubicon not team Rubicon fucking up react shirts they should be in if they're not in the end of the month they'll be in the beginning of the next month like we like we said everything's taking fucking ages to get done um, I'm going to do a, a podcast with Hugh Keir the uh, yeah. guy who runs the HR podcast going down on Monday to have a his new studio what for your podcast or for his no no for his yeah so I do like a a round two of his I've been on once before didn't talk about the business at all ended up just talking about fucking mental health and meditation and Buddhism and shit Um, we'll see what happens this time I think the idea this time is we're going to talk about just veterans like the veteran community and the the turdy side of the having a wet well I don't think he can operate unless he's half pissed so um, <laughs> I um, yeah. I spoke I spoke to uh, old Christian Craighead this morning. And he said, "Oh, do, yes. you, uh, do you fancy <clears throat> catching up for a brew later?" And I said, uh, "Yeah, we'll do." But I got to do a podcast uh, this morning. He was like, "What the fuck?" It was like, <laughs> "What world have we now got into?" Do you think you were ever going to have that conversation? It's what he said. Do you think we're ever going to have this conversation where two blokes go, "I'll catch you later, mate," but I've got to do a podcast first. No, uh, that that has never come into. And this is how things have changed. And now you go, yeah, I'll catch you later. But I'm just going to go on a podcast. It's crackers, isn't it? The thing is, that's yeah. the world he's fucking in now. He is going to yeah. be drowning in that shit. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the only other thing I've got is I'm doing those live Instagram and Facebook chats on Mondays, which are really good. I can't do it this Monday because I'm done with you, so I'm going to do it on uh, Sunday night. We're going to have like a little Sunday night chat. Because um, I, I put a, I asked people whether I should do it in the daytime or I should do it like morning before work or after work. Yeah, people seem to prefer to do it after work so everyone can get on and have a chat. So we're doing that Sunday probably, I don't know, six, seven o'clock. I'll put it on. Um, How's that been going? Jen, Jen, really good. Yeah, really good. Lots of, uh, I'm, I'm told by Luke we're getting good numbers. Obviously, I don't understand that, but contact coffee, love data. Uh, oh, yeah. He says he says we're getting good numbers. So, yeah, it's just nice to have a chat. I like things I like we're doing, but I can have it with the customers, the community, you know. Yeah, yeah it's not too bad. Like, um, uh, da, da, da. yeah, do you want to? I suppose we should fucking, we could push Christian Craig in again, couldn't we? If we did it all the other day, the people that, don't know who we're talking about. You know, do you want to fucking explain it? Obviously, Ben's known the guy for years. I worked with him for like a month, but Ben's known him for years. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, obviously uh, just come out as a bit more of a, uh, a public profile now on Instagram. Uh, you know, his, his, his life stories are epic. You know, uh, I'm, I'm proud to have... Um, 
you know, served with him on operations and in, you know, various units, um, uh, albeit that um, PF and the parachute regiment weren't necessarily there at the same time. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of the stuff and his experiences are just phenomenal. They're mind blowing. Um, you know, probably the most highly decorated, but it, uh, up to recently, the, the highest decorated uh, regiment bloke. Um, so, um, yeah, I think it's, it's some exciting stuff coming out soon. Once, once um, you know, whatever he's doing uh, gets released, I think there's going to be a lot of interest. Yeah, totally. I mean, like, we all shared his stuff on social media the other day when he decided to come out on it. And, like, I don't know. I don't, in fact, I don't know why we're fucking we're trying to push it because he got more followers than all of us combined in about fucking 10 minutes. I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I suppose we, uh, we should just be Alia. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, he's a genuinely good bloke um, and deserves everything that, uh, that I hope uh, comes his way. Agreed. Okay, right. Should we leave it there? Yep. Anyone got anything else to add before we disappear? Nope. No. <laughs> right, so. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. I'll see you. Uh, have a nice weekend and I'll yep. probably speak to you later. See you all. Oh. See you in a bit. Bye bye. Bye bye.